Listener Production. Super powerful cameras and the Australian Open. I'm Dr. Sophie Calabretto, and this is The Science Briefing, a podcast about the science of everything. You know when a pro tennis player is mid-match and calls out to the umpire and says, hey, that shot was in, or maybe that shot was out, and then that animated replay of the shot plays on your TV? That animation is thanks to camera technology called Hawkeye, which, with near-perfect precision, can capture shots travelling up to 230 kilometres an hour. Today, I chat to Cosmos Magazine journalist Matthew Aegis about how Hawkeye works and why this year at the Australian Open, it's being used more than ever. Okay, Matt, I've always been intrigued by how instant replays in tennis actually work. And so I've just learned that it's thanks to some tech called Hawkeye. I'm guessing the name is a pretty apt description. Yes, well, Hawkeye is an expression that means that you've got a good sense of sight. I'd say it's a very good description. Hawkeye is ball tracking technology, which I guess in the case of tennis, which we've got on at the moment with the Oz Open, it's all about trying to work out whether or not the ball has landed inside the court or outside of it. When you consider the ball's travelling at potentially over 160 kilometres an hour or faster, you'd want to have some pretty good tech to help you make those decisions as an umpire. Okay, so let's dive into Hawkeye. Who thought about this idea to track tennis balls moving at speeds of, as you said, up to 160 kilometres an hour, which is nuts? Well, I think when we consider this in the context of a tennis discussion, we actually need to also consider it in the context of another sport, that is cricket. And the reason why we have to talk about it in the context of cricket is because of Dr Paul Hawkins. Hawkins is from the UK and he was once a PhD student studying artificial intelligence. He was also an amateur cricket player. Mm. One day he got frustrated because he was given out leg before wicket, uh, which of course is one of the key ways to get a, a player out. He thought, well, what if only there was some technology to prove that I hadn't been leg before wicket? And so after that... Hawkins began thinking up what the technological solution could be to get better precision in that decision-making process for umpires. Matt, what I love about this is that this whole thing exists because there was one guy who was an amateur cricket player and he felt like he was wronged at some stage, but he had the background to then make this right for him specifically, but then for, I guess, everyone in the future. And how good is it that science and discovery and human endeavour and innovation can be brought about because of spite? I love yes, it. Yes, <laughs> it's amazing. So Hawkins is developing Hawkeye. Hey, maybe it's named after him. I would say so, right? I think if you've been <laughs> wronged enough to create this technology, you're sort of low-key naming it after yourself as well. Yeah. Well, Hawkeye was in the early 2000s appearing on cricket broadcasts and then in tennis broadcasts. Sports were using the system as an illustrative tool to say, oh, well, the ball was going this way or, oh, surprise, surprise, the ball actually hit the line it was in. But then it became an important adjudicative tool. So in the context of tennis, Hawkins recounted in an interview a few years ago that it flipped when in the 2004 US Open quarterfinal, Serena Williams was playing Jennifer Capriati and Williams lost in three sets. But according to the Hawkeye analysis was on the wrong end of some very contentious line calls. And the commentator of that game was saying, well, why can't we be using Hawkeye to make sure we get these decisions right? Within a year, 
the ITF, which is the International Tennis Federation, worked with Hawkeye to develop it further and now it is used at more than 80 events around the world, including all the Grand Slams and that includes the Oz Open. So when it comes to tennis, the rules are now that players have three challenges per set. So if they think their shot was in or their opponent's shot was out, they can say to the umpire, hey, I want Hawkeye to have a look at that one. Okay, so Matt, let's dive into the technology and how it actually works. Hawkeye uses 10 incredibly high-speed video cameras mounted around the arena. Five of them are trained on one side of the court, five of them are trained on the other. And these cameras don't actually move to follow the ball, they're sort of mapping the court, very precisely focused in on court locations. And these positions are chosen by the Hawkeye staff and the official body before the match. Some cameras are higher up in their elevation, sort of giving a bird's eye view. Some are sort of giving a ground level view from the playing surface. So they are mounted and configured in a very specific, precise way. Mm -hmm. These cameras are then also calibrated to the court. So that means that technicians will spend hours making sure that the cameras are perfectly aligned to the unique margins of whichever court, whichever playing area we're talking about. And this can take a few hours, as I say. And the reason for that is because no two courts are the same. Even at the Australian Open, the surface might be the same, but there might be just very subtle differences in the undulating nature of the court or the way that the lines are painted on might have some variation. So they all need to basically be calibrated to make sure that when Hawkeye does its thing, it's using the exact measurements required. The techs then go and scatter balls all across the court. So like they just get a bunch of balls and drop them on the court? Well, they take these 70 balls and they put them all over the court in very precisely measured locations. So they're using these balls as markers. Right. The techs then ensure that each camera is working with the other cameras so that they're triangulating correctly, covering the entire playing area of the court. And then once we're all calibrated, we'll start shooting balls out of an air cannon. (laughs) Okay, that's fun. I like that bit. I'd like to help. Uh, The Hawkeye staff and the ITF, so that's the Tennis Federation, they are then using the cameras to track the balls as they're going out of the air cannon, recording thousands of images per second. That's a lot of images every second. It is. And that's for every single ball played. And then once that footage has been reviewed, they're happy that the system is up to scratch, tracking accurately, they certify it, it's good to go, and then we start playing tennis. Ready, play. That's the setup stage. And so when the game actually starts, what is Hawkeye doing? So once the ball is in play, it's been released from the hand, it's being served down, it's being captured by this camera system. These images are fed into Hawkeye's computers. There's a team of around a dozen staff monitoring this information. And then that imagery is used to triangulate the position of the ball in three dimensions. And then because this process is repeated for every frame of that ball moving, Hawkeye is basically recreating the trajectory of the ball Mm -hmm. by basically playing a game of dot to dot. We're joining the dots here. That will allow Hawkeye's team to project the final landing point in relation to the court lines. And the way you see this on TV is that sort of VR graphic, that virtual reality graphic. Yeah. That's a 3D rendering of the court as the ball bounces down. And then that leaves a little virtual mark of where the ball has landed, whether it was out, on, or inside of the line. My biggest question is, how accurate is Hawkeye? I mean, all this effort into pinpointing exactly where and how a ball lands, like you'd hope it's pretty accurate. Incredibly accurate. So the tennis governing body requires accuracy within five millimetres of the 
actual landing point. Hawkeye reports their accuracy to be about 3.6 millimetres, so it's well within that benchmark. Okay. It's going to be more accurate than what the human eye can actually pick up. And if you imagine trying to then determine a player standing and serving, and Nick Kyrgios has been recorded, for example, at serving at 230 kilometres an hour, you'd have to have the world's most precise birth eyes to get it right every single time. So it's actually a good thing that we've got this sort of technology providing a pretty accurate backup. But look, you know, at the end of the day, one of the key things about Hawkeye today is that the tech is being used to give fans some new data as well. Okay, so Hawkeye is bringing out some new data. Like, what is that exactly? Well, it's not so much that Hawkeye is bringing out new data. Hawkeye is doing its thing still, but a partnership between the Game Insight Group, or GIG, working with Hawkeye, so GIG is actually a joint venture between Victoria University and Tennis Australia, has been to develop 10 new statistics which are going to be used in this year's telecast and provide a new level of detail in matches to the viewer at home as well as coaches who are sitting in the box watching their athlete on the court. Can you run us through this a bit, Matt? So they're basically metrics that are calculated by the GIG team and then are translated into visuals that will appear on your screen when you're watching the tennis at home or on special dashboards that might be on a tablet held by a coach in the player's box. Mm -hmm. So if you think of overlay graphics on your broadcast, this is the sort of thing that we're talking about. And the idea is that these will give you even more detail about the game beyond just the scores. So we're used to seeing, you know, the score is currently 30-15 but this is going to add even more information to the viewing experience. What are some of the things that they're going to show specifically? The two that really stand out for me include pressure points one, and I think this is probably the best one Mm -hmm. as a person that follows tennis, follows sports. It's this idea of the, the deciding points, the things that actually matter in the game. And so pressure points one is a new piece of data that will indicate the number of break points, points that lead to a break point, and tie break points that have been won by individual players. Break points are where the player who's receiving the serve goes on to win the game. They broke the serving player. And this is clearly important because it can actually sort of put them ahead in the serving sequence. A server should usually be winning their serve and therefore winning the game and using that to go on to win the set and the match. And another statistic is the physical battle. Things like the amount of meters that they're covering on the court where that player is moving on the court, how quickly they're changing direction, their hitting load, so the amount of force behind a hit. So for the viewer at home, paying attention to this data over the course of a tournament might give you an opportunity to see how well a player is actually doing within a match, but also the tournament. So this is really a good chance for tennis, specifically the Australian Open and their fans to get a much deeper insight to what's taking place in their sport. Matthew Aegis is a science journalist for Cosmos Magazine. You can read more of Matt's reporting by heading to cosmosmagazine.com. The Science Briefing is produced by a listener and the Royal Institution of Australia. This episode was produced by Jake Morecambe. Mixing by Darcy Thompson. I'm Dr. Sophie Calabretto. Catch you next time.